Can a new Brahmin caste be created? If I criticize Brahmins, it is not because I feel that they cannot be corrected or that I have washed my hands of them. Nor do I think that Brahmins alone as a caste are responsible for all the ills of today. If I administer them a reproof now and then for they are having given up their dharma during Islamic and British rule and for being lured today by the glitter of modern civilization, it does not mean that they are to be wholly blamed for everything. Placed as they are in today's circumstances, any caste or class would have done the same. Those who find them guilty now think that they would acquit themselves better if they were in their place. But they too would have been compelled to make the same mistakes by the force of circumstances. If people hereditarily engaged in intellectual pursuits find themselves unable to apply their minds to atmic matters and instead become involved in mundane affairs, it means a topsy-turvy slide down. I do not justify such behavior nor the descent into worldly affairs from the heights of spirituality. Nowadays, reformers try to justify even prostitution on psychological grounds. Similarly, I wish to point out that there is a psychological explanation for the degeneration of Brahmins also. If I criticize Brahmins, it does not mean that others should join in the attack, thinking that they alone are worthless people. It is the duty of these others to make Brahmins worthy of their caste. After all, during the past 40 or 50 years, Brahmins have been an easy target of attack and ridicule. How silently they have suffered all this, also the humiliation at the hands of their detractors. Until some four or five generations ago, Brahmins were the guardians of all our atmic wealth, all our arts. Considering this, is it not the duty of others to bring them back to the practice of their true dharma? They must be tactfully reminded of the high dharma they once pursued and the spirit of sacrifice for which they were known. Unfortunately, what Brahmins did in the name of reforms resulted in the wrong kind of equality for, instead of raising people belonging to the lower strata to a higher level, it had the effect of bringing the upper classes downward. Equality can be of two types. In the first, all occupy a high level in society. In the other, all occupy a low level. To carry a load uphill is difficult, but it is easy to push it down. Quality has suffered in the attempt to create equality. It is not desirable to have that kind of equality in which everybody does the same kind of work. Nor should it be thought that there is no equality in a system in which the various vocations, the various types of work, are divided among different groups of people. I have already spoken a great deal on the subject. Our endeavor must be to create unity in diversity, not uniformity. It is important to remember that neither hatred of Brahmins nor dislike of Sanskrit has ever been a part of Tamil culture and civilization. Sanskrit is a repository of Atmic and religious sastras. 
a storehouse of poetry and works on arts. Everyone must learn to regard it as our own language. The need of existence of Brahmanya as a separate entity must be recognized. This is essential to the preservation of the Vedas, the performance of sacrifices, etc., whose purpose is the good of mankind. Today, the Vedas, the Upanishads, and so on are available in print. Anybody can read them and try to understand them. But everybody need not learn to chant the Vedas. It takes many years to do so. Everybody need not also perform sacrifices. There ought to be an element of humility on the part of those who wish to carry out reforms. There must also be sincerity of purpose. Then no need will arise to go contrary to the Sastras. Sri Gurubhyo Namaha